favorite betting bartender is. We're talking about the Farmers Insurance Open on the PGA Tour from Torrey Pines, La Jolla, California, right north of San Diego, California, where I used to live. And you'll see this hat that I have on right here. So to get a free entry into next week's contest, I put up on Twitter, you know, at the FS Tavern, a little contest with an answer on there. This hat means something to one of the golfers in the field. Uh, take a guess down below and let me know who it is or write anything else you have questions to. But we're going to go over five golfers uh, this week. Again, uh, obviously my number one golfer as always, and then each tier level down in the price of another golfer that I really like that grays out well or that I'm really looking at this week for the farmer's insurance. Now, first things that we have to know, obviously, are simple. The There are two courses here. So last week we had three courses, and thank you, Abraham Answer and Scotty Shuffer moving in opposite directions and screwing me, but uh, we have two courses this week. So you have Torrey Pines North, Torrey Pines South, uh, the South uh, par 72 is almost 7,700 yards. Like, it's super, super long. Thank uh, Augusta, right? It's, like, just super long, but on the coast. And then you have the north course, which is, like, 7,200 yards or something, par 72. Uh, we'll look at that right now. So why don't we uh, bring that up in a couple minutes. But first, I'm going to show you where we can find all the info. Uh, at least I thought I was going to show you where I can find all the info. Let me get that up a little uh, snafu going on here, but we'll get it up real shortly. Hmm, here we go. Now it's loaded in. All right, so here's the website right here that uh, we're to use to look at this week. Obviously, if you go to the PGA page, and I should say congratulations to Free Drop Billy, um, Billy Ho, winning the contest last week. Of course, the contest link is always on our webpage to join. Um, and then we have the stat models, which will show up here in a second. So you have my stat model right on top. We have David's stat model below. You can use them. Uh, open them up. Go to the right. Click on the upper right and open it up, and we'll take a big look at it all. But you can get both stat models there. And then we'll have Greg's uh, title meter once we get towards uh, the Wednesday night show, the live show for Second Guesser DFS. Okay, let's get to the uh, weather, though, because that's something we're going to have to sh talk about real quickly here. Um, La Jolla, California, right? Uh, West Coast, South, South Southern California, um, 60s, 50s, the 60s, no wind, no rain, uh, nothing's happening here. It's showing a little bit of rain, like, way late on Sunday. You kind of look for that if it shows up later, but it's pretty moderate template we always have like a marine layer that shows up in the morning so that's one thing you have to look out for uh, is that it gets very soft for players in the morning so maybe it's a little bit easier for them to get off early on a soft course and stick it on the greens a little bit easier than those uh, hitting later in the day on um, one of the days of course they switched the other day so it is what it is each player though has to play the north course one day and a south course one day now other than um, Justin Rose, who's on the, I believe, North Course first round last year. Like, the last, like, nine times other than him have been starting off on the South Course. So, starting off on the tougher course. So, you go South Course, North North Course, or North Course, South Course, and then Saturday and Sunday are all in the South Course. That, that's the real course. The South Course is the tough one. So, um, that's what we want to look at there. Let's get to the golfers, though, uh, here. And we're really breaking this down 
in a fashion of having a big event with big golfers for the first time all season, right? I mean, other than like the WGCs and stuff like that, but you could hardly say that. This is this is tough. We got McElroy, Rahm, Woods, Rose, Shoffley, Matsuyama, Fowler, Woodland, Finau. Like, um, it's just, it's crazy who we have up here. And we have uh, five golfers in the take 10K range and four of them on my model don't even have any stats or very little stats to use to uh, grade out well. And unfortunately, you know, since we're using key stats from 2020, you know, the the, the, the culprits I use, the stroke differential versus field average, birdie or better percentage, which I downgraded because this is a tough tournament. Now, last year, Rose won at 21 under. In years past, it's been closer to like the 10 or 11 under. I'm looking more like at that 10, uh, I would say like, 13 under, maybe it's the final score for the winner. I don't see a 21 under type of score. Rose just dominated last year. Um, Strokes gain T to green. Total driving, which I've skewed towards length than anything else because basically um, you need length here. These are long courses, but total driving is huge. You need to land on on the fairway to have a good shot to get on the green. Greens and regulation here is killer. Killer. So that's my mixologist cocktail mix, right? And I put greens and reg in there. I put it along with putting and a few other things. Like so, that's huge uh, a factor in the cocktail mix. So I bumped that up. I bumped birdie better percentage down from last week, um, and everything else is pretty close to the same, but a little bit different. Anyway, um, the guy I'm choosing here is John Rahm. Now, okay. He's ranking 110th in my model. I get it. It's 11.3 on DK and 50 on Yahoo. Tough to swallow. Uh, if you can do it, you might as well go up to Rory, right? Um, yes and no. Rory was fifth last year. Rom was fifth last year. Rom won it in 2017 with some killer putting. He's in good form. They're both in good form. It's kind of pick your poison up top here, and you get the hope and pray your guy wins. I think Rom is that guy that loves Cali and can win again and maybe take on Rory or whatnot and, and win this thing. Um, these guys are probably going to be mixed ownership, I'm assuming. You know, I haven't read anything. I haven't uh, looked at anything. I haven't listened to anything. This is my first take on the field. But you're going to have to be on one of these guys. So I dove in a little deeper into Rom's stats, and here's what I came up with. We have Rom, uh, his, his average over like – you know, when you talk about stocks, you talk about moving day, uh, 50 days, 20 days, moving average, things like that. So that's what I wanted to look at. So he's gaining almost a stroke off the tee uh, on his av- moving average here. Uh, slightly better than a half a stroke approach, which is killer here. And then almost half a stroke putting. So when we look at his last few tournaments, you know, Century Tournament Champions, not great 10th in that spot. Second, the Hero World. Um, out of a tough field, I like that a lot. And then we didn't have nothing on the PGA Tour. He's done a lot of other stuff on the Euro Tour, right? Um, and we go to back to last year, and he finished with a 12th Tour Championship, which isn't great, but not bad. Uh, BMW was 5th, Northern Trust was 3rd. These are both, you know, longer courses that he did well at. So different greens, different uh, surfaces, but whatever it is, what it is, he's he did well. Seventh at the WGC FedEx, you know, he's just all these guys are top ranked golfers. Go with your guy and feel it out. I like Rom, 
Uh, it's going to be tough to get me away from him. So that's my guy up top. Now, my number one golfer actually falls in the 9K range. That's Hideki Matsuyama. He's going to be rated here, just like I told in the Discord chat. He's going to be rated up here until he really screws up because he's hitting on everything. Third in the field in strokes differential versus field average. Third in the field for strokes getting T to green, almost gaining two strokes on everybody, right? Fourth in the field in my cocktail mix, which is huge for me right now. Um, and 19th in the field at birdie or better percentage. So he's going to get you enough points, right? 25% of the time he's getting birdies. I mean, Xander's at 30% in first in the field. I, I, I get it. But you got to look at what Xander's played and what Sadecki's played and what stats are out there that we're able to use for uh, strokes gain stats, right? Um, so Hideki coming in, 12th at the Sony, great. President's Cup, uh, I had him ranked like 8th in the President's Cup. Uh, not great, not bad, but but, but definitely on the better side uh, of that uh, team. 11th at WGC, 2nd at Zozo, 3rd at CJ Cup. Two events that we can look at here. Now, I really was looking at Sanderson Farms and, and Houston for like lower golfers lower tier golfers obviously he didn't play there he skipped those events because those were both on bermuda uh slightly longer courses not as long as 7700 but it is what it is and i guess i should show you that breakdown i forgot to mention that like here's the breakdown here and so when it came push came to shove i really looked at par four efficiency from 450 to 500 yards because uh, we had uh six on the south course and five on the north course that hit that range uh the par fives are killer the par threes are killer um i mean the ones the par threes on the south aren't as as bad as as, as that sounds but i mean they're all killer you're going over canyons you're next to water like there's a lot of stuff i can have here but i did want to show you that so if you go to the course layouts uh you'll find that right on the sheet take a look at it i do have them highlighted again when a push comes to shove i go to par four finchy 450 to 500 and hideki does pretty good in that range so i will be having hideki's under 10k definitely a spot that i can find uh rostering him at uh, to make a team because I'm not like that much of a deck guy, but he's number one, 9,946 on Yahoo. All right, uh, down to the 8K range. We have 10 golfers here. It was really tough for me to move away from this guy ever since he won the Zurich Classic with uh, John Rahm. He's been like a stud. So we're looking at Ryan Palmer. He's second in my model here. 8K, so the lowest of the 8K guys uh, on DK, 36 on Yahoo. I think Yahoo has it more figured out than than uh, uh, DK might on, on this guy, but there are some values on Yahoo that we uh, shouted out on Yahoo already, and we'll have on an email. Uh, of course, the email link's in the description down below if you want to join. So um, when we look at Palmer he he's doing well and he's done well here at this course i had to look up where he was on the the efficiency he ranks out well in efficiency his only snafu was kind of like the tournament of uh champions he you know he got in that because of rom uh so we didn't expect him to do much there but other than that fourth at the sony uh 12th at the cj cub 10th at the zozo um he's just been doing pretty well for the start of the season here and he's definitely going to be a cup maker uh, but I want him to get like a top 15 or better here. Get some of those birdies that he can. 25% of the time he's getting birdies here. Um, but where he uh, 
really screams value, obviously, is his course history here and his form coming in. So I do like some Ryan Palmer. Definitely going to have him. He definitely opens up some possibilities if I say start at Hideki and go to Ryan Palmer. Uh, definitely saying some cap room there. Down to the 7K range, we have uh, 29 golfers here. Uh, note that we're going to have four golfers added in, of course. None of them will hit the 7K range, though, but I uh, just wanted to note that out there. And um, this was one where I had to kind of go to that par for efficiency. It ended up being Harris English, uh, ranking ninth in my model, because there was a couple other guys that I liked here uh, in the 7K range. I even had a look like a little bit at Pat Perez. Um, I had a look at McCarthy a little bit, Tringale, Sabatini, like Gooch. There's just a lot of guys you can look at here. I think the 7K range is key almost like every week. Uh, English, a guy that was never really on in the past, uh, is someone that I'm on now almost all the time. I didn't do great last week uh, at the... Um, I didn't even think he was going to make the cut, honestly, after like the first round. And he ended up in 48, so I'll take that uh, last week. Fifth, the Mayakoba. The missed the cut, the RSM, which is like, what the heck, that was another multi-course event is what it is. Uh, but fourth of the Houston, sixth of the Sanderson Farm. So two courses I looked at, top 10 in both. Uh, so I like him here. You know, he's he's having a great season. He missed a cut last year. That's what 100 is. So 100 has missed a cut. 95 has missed a cut a little bit less. And the 90th has missed a cut by a stroke. Like, so we had to kind of go back. Why did he miss a cut last year? Well, let's go back here and find out. 51st at the Desert Classic, which is now the EMX, uh, and 22nd at Sony, came in and then missed three cuts in a row. So something was going on last year that wasn't the same as this year. He's coming in with much uh, better form as a whole. So I do think he'd like top 20 here for me, and I'd love to have that from English. He scores a lot of birdies. He gets you those points. Um like 11.48 points for its price at 7,400 is amazing. 37 on Yahoo is a little steep. So DK play, yes. Yahoo play, probably not. 80 to 1. When we look at his Vegas odds compared to all the other odds in this range, uh, other than, say, Keegan Bradley, uh, his odds are great. So I do like uh, Harris Angus a lot this week. Still so down in the 6K range, now we have 101 golfers. We're going to have four more at it in, so let's make it 105, uh, really. Um... I stayed up top in the 6K range this week, but there are some intriguing names at the very, very bottom of the list. I actually don't mind throwing a dart on. If you're playing 20-plus lineups, you might want to go and look at the bottom of the stat models and figure out why these guys kind of pop for me. And when I say pop, they just don't, like, pop. Um, But they are much better graded out than others. So, anyway, I'm staying at the top, and I'm going with Carlos Ortiz uh, 28th in my model, 6,900, 25 on Yahoo. So he's definitely a, a good Yahoo play, a good um, DK play. Either way, you're going to get some value to go up top. He scores a bunch of points. He is a birdie maker, especially for his price. Where he lacks is maybe his total driving a little bit. Missed the cut last year, but he's coming in with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight made cuts. Fourth of Sanderson's Farms. Fourth at the Houston Open, second at the Mayakoba, 53 in the weather bound Sony Open, 48th last week at a three um, three round event with a fourth one if he made the cut and he did. So it wasn't easy last week. There's a lot of big names that missed the cut because of what happened. Um, so I like Carlos Ortiz. Now, why did he miss a cut last year? Well, let's look at it. He's 29th at Sony 
and barely made the cut at the Amex, which was the Desert Classic, but missed the cut at the RSM. So he wasn't coming in with great form uh, last year, and then he popped at the Genesis. The Genesis, another longer course. So he typically should do well at this type of tournament and this type of course setup form really screams value at a guy that's 6,900 that should make the cut for you. I think Carlos Ortiz is a great pick. Um, like I said, there's some names down below. Just go down here and figure out why they pop. Because obviously I do use course history. I do use recent form, both last four tournaments and last eight tournaments. Uh, we're starting to use rolling stats for putting, especially um, with the uh, Bermuda versus like bent grass. So uh, I'll be shooting that out to the uh, Discord members shortly after the video we have there. But as always, uh, I hope you liked the video. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, let me know again who this hat sets up for nicely and what the story kind of was behind it. Uh, just tell me the golfer. It'll get you a chance to win a free entry into our tournament next week which is 50 players. It's already halfway full. So don't wait, join, and then make your team. If you don't want to put a team in yet, make your team on Wednesday night with us. When we go on, the winner will be announced on Wednesday night show for Second Guess Your DFS Live, 7.30 Eastern PM Standard Time, uh, Eastern Time. As always, uh, oh, question just came in. All right, Jeremy, we'll be stacking in waves. He, if I leaned waves, I would go south course first versus the north course first. But as far as weather, that doesn't concern me. Again, I'm just saying because the marine layer comes in, the course is softer in the morning. So if you're looking at showdowns, you might want to go the early guys versus the later guys because the marine layer is a real thing. It will show up. It always does. The guys get there in the morning, can't see a damn thing, but they know how to play the course. And the ball sticks on the green a lot easier. And then it dries up later in the afternoon. And the guys have some tough putting going on. Again, greens are regulation. Huge. So just get on there. And that's kind of a putting contest after that. But even Keegan Bradley does well here. So there's that. But best of luck this week. Not only in your DFS, but of course, everything else in life. As always, keep dancing that music. Cheers.